Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show. I'm your host, Craig Carlisle. Well, I guess I really can't say I'm just the only host nowadays. I'm one of five hosts that you now have on the Raising Men Show. My sons and I, or my younger sons, I should say, and I were really walking through where we are with the loss of their mother. And we're getting into some really good stuff. I'm not going to jump and hold in here too long with the long monologue on the front end, but we're going to get right into it. And, and yeah, let's just get to it. When we were provided the idea of cancer, uh, not cancer, let's see, cancer, camp cancer, <laughs> Kesem, were you open to letting us go for a week being away from home? I remember, I, I remember the conversation. I think you said you weren't as open, but you still wanted to go and do something. I want to hear. Well, the only reason why I let you guys go was because it, from where it came from. It mm-hmm. came from um, AJ. If AJ Smith wasn't a close family friend, trusted friend, I would never have done it. Because for one, we, we weren't looking for it, mm-hmm. right? I didn't. I wasn't sure that you guys actually would have done it yourselves to want it to have been away for a week. In fact, most of you guys didn't want to go. It was more like the only way to get it done is that I had to force you all to go, mm-hmm. right? Because cause to that point, the very first y- year you guys went... That was the longest you go had been away from me since your mom had died a year or two before, and I don't even remember how many years it was. If it was one year before or two years before? It was the year we we went to Castle the year after mom passed. Okay, so that was twenty. Wait, no, 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 that's no, two years. Sorry, it was because we went twenty fifteen. I remember uh, that. That was the first time. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so then, so that in itself, that was two years when I had not even stayed overnight away from you all, other than me guys going over to like Cash's house or spending at a friend's house. That was just a 30-minute drive or less away. You, you follow me? So mm-hmm. that's that was a whole different thing. And then you guys were not going to be staying together. Now, Jackson, you and Evan were in the same cabin. Mm-hmm. I was in their cabin, too, actually. Well, At the for, first for, time? For the first year, I was yeah. in the same cabin. Okay, but, but here's the thing. But leaving the house, I didn't know any of those kind of details. Yeah. It was more of, can I get you guys to go? without a bunch of crying. That was a challenge. You know what I'm saying? Can I resolve in my mind of what I would do with my own self while you guys were gone? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I did pace the floors. I'm standing around wondering, waiting, holding, I keep checking my phone, make sure I didn't miss a call from the camp or some unknown number. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, okay, they got their asthma stuff together. Who you know? Who's taking their stuff? Or just, he's gonna, I'm waiting for them to call me to tell me someone's got a treatment. I got to come get them. You know, so those were I, that was the things I was waiting for. There was a there was a day where it was like our first year going, and I kind of felt homesick. I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to go home now. And so they kind of gave me a note. I kind of wrote a letter to you, but I don't think it made it. It's when we were leaving. We did make it. Yeah. Three of us wrote one. <laughs> did you guys actually mail it? Mm-hmm. We they, thought they, they said did. They did, but <laughs> I, think not. We, I think we gave it to the we gave it to the can, the counselors, and we never really asked what happened to it. Well, well, okay. So, so if any some people are listening, so here's the thing: that was us, and I'm still not as good with the mail. It's like so it could have made it, yeah. but it, you know what I'm saying. But who knows what happened to the mail? Yeah. So anyway, I was gonna say. Oh wait. Oh, they said when I got homesick at nighttime. They said in the morning we'll let you call your dad. I didn't ever get to call you. 
No. The internet, uh, the, the Wi-Fi up there and the cellular thing. No, they had a phone. They had a phone. Yeah, working yeah, phone booth, dude. <laughs> there was a phone line. I remember I had, well, we, you told us to bring our phones with us, like for those of us who had one. Sure. I remember I actually tried calling you on my phone and I was like, it didn't work because like, there's no service no up service. there. So I, I was would, just I like, get, like bar a small bar of service for maybe like 10-ish minutes and then I would drop it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's but yeah, it was it was tragic for me to actually release you guys to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So cuz it was it was new. I'm like, what in the world, right? But when you guys came back, you guys were so excited about your experience that it, for me as a parent, I was like, well, I I can't hate on it because it was something that you all needed for healing. And I knew it, it was necessary. But I know Kurt Franklin's got one of those songs that talks about the things that some of the things that may happen to us may not be may not be feeling good for us, but they're necessarily for us for our growth. And it talks about also about how a parent is, you know, it's a parent's fault if a child never learns how to fly, right? So if I don't, it's my fault if you all don't grow and be strong young men. If I'm not the one pushing you and helping you learn and forcing you all to be in situations that help you grow that are safe not radically unsafe Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but it's required you guys have to grow up you have to get beyond force still wiped out course well true and true and false Mm -hmm. right i've got to force you into a wipeout course but i've also got to train you to get through the event first right Mm -hmm. so it's yes. so the answer is really yes and yes yes sir uh one thing i was going to say is like something that we do at kesem that i uh, I, I might start doing again just because like uh, just to, since we kind of go up to Kessel sure. one thing that we will, what would happen after empowerment was we would get to go to like this it's a family member or loved one remembrance I think it's sure. a little ceremony did you not go I, I didn't go the first year I, I know I didn't go the yeah I didn't go the first year uh, but I started going after that um, and then because I know you went uh, and then I started going with you um, or just actually with some of my uh, camp friends and some of my counselors we would. They'll take us out to a different area away from where everybody else is. You get so, to take um, one uh, counselor of your choice to go, kind of go with you. It's kind of like an emotional support kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, did you want to explain it? Yeah, he just, just walked us. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's I, fine. I, I, I like to take it. Well, it, it's like a you go and you write a note to the person that's passed away, mm-hmm. and then once everyone's kind of done, we had to. Um, you know, this Ponderosa fireplace, lot. yeah. This like little, they call it ponderosa. It's this little like hut thingy, not a hut. It's just a little building, and there's a campfire or a fireplace in there, and everyone kind of at their own pace and when they want to, kind of just tosses their note in the fire, and then it burns up and it's kind of like a symbolic thing. Now you know, it's interesting. Again, we, like I said, we can close on this because we've got more than a to Two. talk about in this segment, <laughs> right? And it, it's, it's all a part of our story, so it, it fits, right? Um, you guys have the fire pit out back. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. So you guys have the opportunity to do that kind of stuff on your own safely, right? To make sure that all the fire pieces, paper burns completely. Even right? if it lands on something, it's be the fire extinction. But I mean, this is stuff that we can do, right? So you all are equipped for this kind of stuff to do things safely, right? Mm-hmm. So let's, like Skinny says, I'm going to stop here. Um, we have to still do framework recording. Yep. So can you guys do that today? Yes. Um, you can eat with this either machine. You can use whatever you guys want to do. Do that, 
and I'm gonna go start frying chicken tomorrow. Cadence, huh? can we do it tomorrow instead? Or do you need these episodes out like now, now? now? No, we're good all the way around. And that's one thing I'm. I don't want to do with pushing the framework. I don't want to push it where you guys get to the point where you resent and you hate the framework. And if you, and I'm a math guy, right? So it's one and one is two. I shouldn't say math guy. I'm more of a, of a logical kind of a dude, right? Mm-hmm. With a creative mindset, but logical. I don't want you to say, well, the framework sucks because my dad made it a rough thing to do. And we try to do this for God. That must mean that God sucks because I don't, how do you do anything that's for God that really, that was, he didn't seem very godly when he used to force us to do this and drive this crap down our throat. And, and what's this raising men stuff all about? He swore it was all the stuff about God, but it was just push, 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 go, go, go. I didn't want to do all that. So God must suck because that sucked. I don't want that for you, you know, but I can tell you for sure, as long as you're living in my house, we would do the framework together, period. This is no question. And those of you decide to go to college or those of you decide to do some other things where money is a requirement to do those other things and you take money from the business, it needs to be like college loan, like money where the repayment is in like years of working off that commitment back to the business. Because this is something, I don't do Christian hip hop because I love it so much at 51. My runway is short at 51, right? But at your guys' age is being able to make a difference in media, whether it's radio, video, TV, film, there's ways where you can use the talent that you guys already have to make a difference in the world for a lifetime to allow you the the flexibility and the ability to do the things that you may love. You may not love media, but I've heard you talk, Ryan, about wanting to help people and counsel and give people words of advice. Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't have a platform. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're not around the world with these feeds. It's not like we not create, have not created a streaming network where that could be something where you could help anybody and everybody who tunes into your channel. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, you love playing volleyball. That's all wonderful. So if you want to go to college and do it, okay, yeah, but this could still be a platform that you have to tell that same story, help people. Kaden, you have creative ideas that you want to do, right? Baking is one. Dancing is two. Other things that you've got in your mind are three, four, five. But you'd have a platform to do this already. Again, like Ryan, that's already around the world. You have an understanding of both how to do the edits we really, you really know how to do video now. I just don't know that you do. It's just one extra track on the edit versus you've already done multiple audio tracks. You do deal with vocals, voicing, putting them around, cutting them, putting them in place, putting bumpers and crossfading. You add one more piece. It's just the video layer. It's the same concept. And being able to do that without having to pay someone else to do that, you may decide to take freelance business and do video edits for other people. You know what I'm saying? And create your own content. But that's still on the foundational back of the framework and raising men. And that's that's why I push. Mm. That's why I want you as to eventually the light to come on bright and go, oh, I can actually do this from anywhere on the planet? Yeah. Oh. So other people that are watching... X show, Y is showing whatever show it's coming off of our network. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and they 
and we're on these other places and they pay us to be there? We're speaking that into existence because it doesn't exist just yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we know it's coming. And that's why it's important that we do these things. And that the Raising Men Show now isn't a matter of me teaching a bunch of other dudes about wonderful things of Christ and the Word of God. It's about now what we are. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have done this eight years ago because we weren't ready. I wasn't ready. We were trying to get to breakfast mm-hmm. from the night before. We were trying to get from laundry to putting clothes away. I was trying to get from what the heck am I going to do with mom's clothes? I'm trying to do, you know, that's where I was for the just this year one. Mm-hmm. I think we're we went a bit farther than we wanted to. Time wise, time wise. Oh no, don't worry about it. You're good. Oh, I thought you no, wanted no, no. to stop. It no, and I'm and I'm okay. My goal is we can stop whenever you guys are ready to stop. I know it's past your guys's bedtime, <laughs> and it's, this may be a good segue to stop. But I just want to make sure that as we continue, to hopefully, guys, hopefully, you guys are up to continuing to talk through this. Mm-hmm. Where I think it almost would be worth it to like call Auntie or because I know she's got a different perspective because that was her sister that's yeah. gone, and we I could really only peek into what she feels because she went through it, and I can get four examples of what could happen if one of them were to be gone because I would be just as devastated if either one of them were to be gone. Yeah, you know? um, one, one thing I was gonna say earlier. Um, but you know, cried. Um, <laughs> oh, I saw it. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I remember I spent it at the end. Yeah. Um, one thing I was gonna say was like during that meeting when you were telling us like mom wasn't coming back. Uh, I remember I like I, I started to cry and Uncle Ken came up to me. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was him. And he was asking me if I was okay. And I was like, I, I just kind of nodded. You know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just kind of nodded to him, like to, like saying like, I was okay, you know, as I'm crying in front of him. Yeah. And then like, I think like auntie called me over to her and like, she asked me the same thing. And I just like, I was like, no, I'm not. And just kind of like started to cry a lot more. And then I think after that, I, I, that's when I went upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. And I was those words right there are you okay the four words are you okay three words yeah three words because yeah. <laughs> you had two syllables, two syllables. <laughs> two syllables. <laughs> those three words i hated those three words. Mm, mm-hmm. those got real irritating after a long time like, because it was like i don't know you well enough for me to safely say unload whatever I'm feeling onto you and not feel like I just gave you a bunch of shit you don't know how to deal with. Yeah. And it was like people yeah. constantly asked us that say it was like somebody asked us that question like twenty times a day and it was like, like how are you doing or are you okay? Yeah. Some, uh, somehow in your own way you learn how to either deflect or just give them something so they leave you alone. Careful. It's just like I'm I'm right and then Did just you like, remember my saying that I used to use all the time? No, I, I can't. Like right now, I can't think of it. No. So when we went to Center Point Church, of course, and I, I took that job there because we were we were there almost. Uh, you six were volunteering months. for a, for the first for couple the months. First, yeah. Then I took the paid job, and then being there all the time, I had keys, and the 
the common things people often ask you, you know, hey, how are you doing today? And like you just said, how the hell do you think I am doing? It stings, and it's like, well, great, now we're going through that part of the day. Right, so I, would, I learned a defense mechanism, because I instantly knew, I said instantly, from certain time for certain people, I realized that nobody really wants to hear how I'm doing. Mm-mm. Because if you really knew me, you wouldn't ask, because you should already know how I'm doing. I'm a single dad, widowed father, Raising yeah, like five boys like a, by myself. You should read my mind kind of thing. But it's like, read the, such, read, read the room. Read the room. But then there were some people who didn't know me. Mm-hmm. Right? But, I, but okay, so I started being, you know, all about me. You have to give me. that grace of, at some point, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. See, right First you're angry, and then it's like, okay, well, they don't really know what's happening. And I don't, if I don't feel like letting them in on the whole situation, and literally unpacking the past six years of my life onto them, I think I'll just spare them the... Sob story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I had started saying, "Well, these some people wouldn't know that mom was dead. They would think maybe I'm, maybe I'm just a divorced dad. Maybe she's mm-hmm. somewhere, and they just haven't met her yet." You know what I'm saying? People used to ask me, "That hey, where's your wife? Is she a member here?" I'm like, mm-hmm. if I, and I used to be kind of flipping. I was like, "Well, if she ever shows up here, we have a different problem." <laughs> and they were like, "What?" I said, "She's dead." <gasps> Oh my gosh, I'm yeah, so sorry. I, I, I remember I'd have times where I would say something like that, and I was like, great, now I have to explain the whole thing to them. Yeah. And then they feel bad because they feel like I just, they poked something. Yeah. And I was like, oops. I kind of like, uh, there's still people I like at, at this, like at LCC, mm-hmm. like this school, that I haven't actually told that like mom's gone. Because yeah. like most most of the time, if somebody like brings up like, a, as a, I think Parents. my current coach for Wave, he doesn't. I, I didn't tell him. I didn't. I didn't tell the other coach guy who left like uh, partway through the season. I uh, think like if he was like talking to like the group of us and he was like talking about like your parents or like your like go tell your mom and stuff. Like I didn't ever like bring it up. I was just like, You're like I can't really sir, do that. Uh, what if you don't have a mom? Yeah. Is there a, is there a, um, a makeup so option? Yeah. Is there an alternate content? <laughs> yeah. like, and I was just, and I like and anyway, every time I feel some now, like I was like every time I have to fill out some like parent info, I'm like yeah. it's just like I fill out the first section and then I just you know Skip. there's nothing else to fill the second one. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll uh, I'll just keep it moving, I guess, because I'm like I I just gotten so used to that now. It's just like. I just write the first one and then just keep. Like, it's like it's like an online thing. I was like, type in the first part and then just scroll down and then finish the document and then I'm done, because it's like, I there's nothing else for me to do. So like, yeah. I, I just like dodge questions sometimes because I'm like, I don't really feel like telling you what What's I that? need, what I want to. So I'm just gonna like, I'll let you figure out the situation or. Just don't figure it out. Don't think about it too hard. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's, no. oh, sorry, go ahead. it's like I I started to bottle things up and then like mm-hmm. with like new people I would meet, it would happen all the time. But like if I feel the, the slightest bit comfortable around you and then you get me started and talking about my family life or whatever, I start telling you everything and then I don't stop. And then I tell you one thing. I was like, well, before this, this happened and then this led to this to this to this. Because it happened in junior year, where this one girl, I'm friends with her now still, and I literally went on this whole spiel about, I was like, oh yeah, I was depressed uh, in freshman year, and then I failed this class, and then I had to do this, and then I failed that class, because I was depressed again, and I started skipping school, school, and then I had to go back and back and back. I was like, I just unloaded all of this onto this poor girl that didn't ask for this, 
and we're literally just sitting in dance class like what <laughs> what solicited this i remember i remember once uh we, we it was actually like i think about a month or two ago we were in our psychology class and Caden was telling a he was telling a story about something that happened and he like uh I, he stopped the story and like, he stopped talking and like as he went back to teaching and i got a text from Caden, and he was like i almost told him a little too much i, I literally i would like to stop myself from oversharing because not everyone needs to know yeah I was yeah. like, Ooh. and there's also some people in that class I don't want to know because I don't like them. Oh, I don't, I don't pay too much attention to, to people anymore. So, and that's really where the truth is. So my deflection words was before they can get to me and ask me how I was doing. I asked them, "You staying out of trouble?" Right. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. That's what, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when I don't want to deal with that, and most people are like so disarmed, and they kind of jerk back and look at me sideways and so they never get back to asking me how I'm doing mm-hmm. for those very reasons and it just depends really really where, where you are and what you decide to share and not share and you know that that becomes your truth right mm-hmm. because most people don't want to believe the worst that your mom is gone or my wife is gone and then I had this one I have a couple of people used to tell me that's all you used to talk about is your wife is dead your wife you're a single dad you're a single widow father and I'm like what do you want me to talk about the but weather? I, well, but I, yeah, but I, but I am, you know. The, I'm the, just telling you the facts right now because I, I feel like, like this is some. At the time, it's like you feel like you gotta tell them because it's like you feel obligated to for some reason at the, like at the beginning. But then you begin to realize they don't need to know this because this is my life. I can tell them what I want to tell them. Because then they look at you in silence with those pity eyes, and it's like I oh, don't see deal those. With that. Exactly. Because it's like, I already don't know what to say to someone. Like, I mean, I've gotten better at choosing my words and becoming more eloquently spoken, but it's like, I already know that you don't know what to say. And you're just going to look at me and say, I'm sorry for your loss, or I'm sorry. I I think sorry does nothing for me. I'm I'm glad you've got emotions, but. Yeah, uh, sorry. Saying, uh, well, sorry, I was just pointing at you the whole time. I was like, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, what I was gonna say is like uh, those words. I'm sorry. That that's one of the like the, one of the, the two words I can never respond to because every time I hear somebody say I'm sorry or I'm sorry for your loss, those things, I I don't know what else I'm supposed to say after I, that. I, you I started t- replying with it's fine. I was like, yeah, I I, I just I I try to, but I kind of just like awkwardly trying to pick the conversation back up because you can't really respond to I'm sorry if it's like eight years after it's already happened. Well, even if, or even if it was if just it was, like a day eight after. days. Yeah, it's like you don't know what to say because there is nothing that You're, you can say to that. Say, you Yeah, this, it, that's just an ending statement. That it's like, or I'm praying for you. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, is like I a, had to ask people: Are you P R E Y I N G on me, or are you P R A Y? Oh, I get. I've got, I've got, we've gotten both. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, one of the things that I want to make sure we probably end this segment clean, because I know it's getting late, and we can want to pick up because we've we've got eight years of conversation, even if we just dug with this, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't have to make every session this, but I want it's important that we go through, and I want to hear from you guys as to where you are where you were and then I think we'll learn a lot about each other too about how we've looked at those things and those mm-hmm. types of people and even processing even today. That's where, why you hit me with the Wii remote. 
That's a question I gotta ask Jackson. No, <laughs> the, the, problem, the question you should ask why I threw the the plate of pancakes at you, which I'm still traumatized to this day. That was that was I don't even remember the for the record before. it did not hit me. The plate no, hit the corner, hit, hit the corner, it over by the, the pantry. I remember none that. of the plate hit me. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I still call CPS. There is a statute of limitations. I have another joke. I, I kept it in. I restrained myself. I was good. I, I didn't. I didn't polarize any listeners because I, I was going to make a religious joke, but about police and oh. stuff. But that's okay. I, that. I don't want to go too far because some people are like, oh, he's going to talk about them. No, no, bring it back. Bring it back. So, as we move forward, we'll continue to talk about these topics, like our story, and again, and listen to Ryan cry in the background. You know, uh, <laughs> I almost put the video on for maybe at some other point, but I know. These are important because if it's not important to anyone else but us. Seeing us cry in the video would look like you can sponsor a kid for 30 cents a day in Africa. <laughs> or just buy a stock in Kleenex and ship us some. You know, so people are like, oh, we've got to sponsor them for some Kleenex. 30 cents a day. Send us a casserole. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not sure if you can cut. So just send them gift cards and we can cut ourselves. How about no, that? No, no, I'm just kidding. But we'll go, we'll go more and more on that. And then eventually, if there's any guests we want to bring in, if we can eventually get Jackson and Evan to join us and share and then that's what i was gonna say yeah. should, should have auntie in here because she's got a whole different i feel like you yeah. should because like, I, re- right. I just it's like a thing because with auntie because i remember i don't know if it was you or tell me that there was a point where auntie couldn't step in wouldn't step inside the house right. Right. like she would come over and would Stand at the, front the most she could do was get inside the courtyard mm-hmm. and we would talk to her from the door yeah. or we would just go to her house and that was the most we would of course, it was, she, she stood in the effort to see us, and I, I'm glad that she did because I, I really do enjoy going over to her house. I'm also, uh, uh, I think Uncle Jason, them, they, they still try to make the effort to like uh, talk with us, which is something I really, I, I really love about them because like uh, they were trying to play a war zone and everything with the. I played with them a couple times actually. I played Little Chase and uh, Uncle Chase, and I think Evan. We we played a couple games with them, and they will like text us every now and then. Be like, "Hey, you guys want to come play this and stuff?" I would and, feel like, bad because I'd be doing something else while you guys were playing Warzone, and then I would be like, <laughs> "Okay, maybe I'll go play Warzone now." And then it's like, "Oh wait." They're, they got off already. They're a few hours ahead of us. One time I was going to try to jump in, and I was like, but they already like filled up the team. And I was like, okay, never mind. It's okay. But uh, uh, I, that's why I, I would really like to go see them if we can get the chance to. Because, like, one, two, we get to go visit Chicago. And two, we get to go see the cousins who we haven't seen in, like, at the least three years. Like, it's, it's been a hot minute for sure since we've seen them. Actually, no. No, not... The last well, time actually, we saw them was when Auntie took us when we, I think we drove down to Arizona in her car. Oh, with her. With yeah. her. No, the last time we saw for them. Thanksgiving. Last time we saw them was, um, well, last, I know the last time we saw Uncle Chase was when we were going to one of my, I think one of my first tournaments uh, last year. Because yeah. Uncle Chase was at yeah, the house with Poppy, Miss Gia. Yeah, Evan yeah, Spawn was there. Um yeah, because Evan came with us, but yeah. a, a volleyball tournament. Yeah, it was my first tournament of the season, for of Pat. like for Wave. Yeah, oh, for yeah. Wave. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. like, and we were at a new place. We drove through there. Auntie's yeah. like harvesting place. Yeah, it was. That was yeah. the last time I saw. We saw Uncle Chase, not the not the cousins, not just the, not the total group. No. Yeah, just just Uncle Chase. I think you guys were talking having two different thoughts, but you're right. Yeah. We saw Chase and them a year. Well, it was just before COVID. Not just before, before COVID, we were out there. 
Mm-hmm. It and was then, like uh, the last time as a squad was would have been yes when you guys went to Arizona and rolled with Cash. I was gonna yeah. say the last time was like when we went to Shane's graduation. <laughs> that was maybe. yeah, but but Shane was in Arizona after that. Oh right. So that would have been date, but 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 no. Whenever you guys want to go see your family, I won't restrict you all from going to see them. Um, I may not join you, mm-hmm. but I, I don't. I will not keep you all from seeing your family. Mm-hmm. If they're making an effort, and you guys are making an effort, then I'll always stay out of that. 